0: hi it's barnabas many of our most important sources such as the explorer academy code breaking activity adventure are written by dr gareth Moore, a puzzle and brain training author who lives in the uk he's created i think now over 400 books and many of them We use on the show. One of my personal favorites is called 404. The basic idea is that a mysterious group that calls themselves The Republic has sent you a book filled with over 60 puzzles, and it is your job to solve them. You can find him at drgarethmoore.com or on his YouTube channel. Now, Let's get back to the show. Hi,
1: it's Barnabas. We've been having some... I'll just say delays with the production of the new episodes of the Kids Code podcast. So we're bringing back an old one. Remastered. And... With a little bit of bonus at the end. Well, I guess, see you next week. Now, let's get into it. Welcome to the Kids Code Podcast. I'm Barnabas, your host. Today we will be doing something different. Making and learning codes is very good, and mostly what this show is about. But your message is likely to be intercepted by the enemy if you don't also have a good concealment tactic. (laughs) Of course, there might not be an enemy... We, though, have the bad spy Today we will talk about the history of concealment. Steve, Fred, and Police Chief Al, who you'll learn about in this story, are here in the studio. At the end of th- the episode, there will be a cool top-secret project, so stick around. Now let's get to the story. Previously on the Kids Code Podcast. Aha! We finally found your headquarters.
0: Where is
1: the message that I sent? horrible hell about robbing a bank. You must have intercepted it because he hasn't gotten it. Fred arrested Emily and, and Dangerous Dave and was going to take them to prison but Dangerous Dave escaped. Then he Master Cole, Steve, and Dan deciphered the message. It said that the bad guys were going to try to rob the museum. Now, let's get into this story. Fred Fine and the other police officers are investigating how Emily End seems to be sending and receiving messages. Wait, wasn't today's story... About Dangerous Dave trying to rob the museum? This is what happens before then. Next time we will see what happens at the museum. So, as I was saying, Fred, Fine, and the other... Police officers are investigating how Emily N. seems to be sending and getting messages. They had to carefully check everything that she received. The first thing they found was a sweater that for some reason was covered in knots. They looked at it to try to see if there was anything that could help them figure out what seemed to be a secret message then police chief Al who was the police chief said I know let's put it up to that wall with the alphabet on it that just appeared from nowhere and see if we can figure out the message. They did this and discovered that it was a secret message and it said, The main window on the east side of the prison easily comes out. They fixed the window and kept on looking a few days later somebody sent Emily and an old order for cigars they looked at it and Fred had an idea might the numbers be a code like numbers or something like that they tried this and one of those codes worked and the message was Dear Emily and uh, I will try to think of a way to get you out of prison
0: Evil Aunt
1: After that message they made everyone keep close guard on the prison and very, very very carefully inspect every single letter Emily N got. Then one day, Emily N got a letter which didn't seem very suspicious. Red the dog noticed, Hey, isn't that part the evil ant's writing? And isn't that part Dangerous Dave's writing? There's got to be something up with it. They looked at it to try to figure it out. But they couldn't see any possible code with it. They checked all sorts of null ciphers, all sorts of other ciphers and codes. But they couldn't see anything. Then Fred had an idea. Hey, what if it is secret inks? Secret inks could be hidden in lots of different places on the page and that is probably one of the best options we have left. They started looking for secret inks. First they tried wax, then jam, Then, Fred had another idea. Hey, what about the onion juice kind of thing? They tried that, and that worked. The message said, Dear Emily, and... If you can, be at the window on the west side of the jail tonight at midnight. You will hear a small beep then throw down a rope or something and attach it at this end. We all attach it at the bottom so that you can climb down. Then we'll escape into the night. Evil and... and... Dangerous day. At midnight, the police officers stood around the window. One of the bad guys came up ...to loosen the window from the outside, and they scared him away. Which you might think is strange, since they were trying to catch them, but it was unintentional. It was more like an escape than being scared away. The End Well, I hope you liked the story. Next time, we will find out what happens at the museum. Meow, can we learn about some great concealment tactics? Okay, uh, there are two types of concealment. Physically hiding a message and concealing a message in another message. The ancient Greek historian Herodotus told of a general who used his servants as messengers. He, the general, not Herodotus, cut the hair of a servant and tattooed the message to his skull. When his hair grew in, the servant was sent on his way. Another master, Herodotus described, was Much worse to his servants when he needed to send important information. He found a servant who complained about poor eyesight and told him that he had a solution. He shaved the slave's head and branded the message to his scalp. When the hair grew back in again, the master told the servant that his eyesight would be better when he had his head shaved at a camp a few miles away. Ouch! I'm glad I'm not that slave. I agree. Aeneas Tacticus, another Greek, talked about a message that a horseman carried to a spy. The soldier had the message hidden under his armor when his army went out on a raid. When the enemy came into sight, he fell off his horse on purpose so that he would be taken into the enemy camp. When he was taken there, he could easily give the message to a spy. Wow, that's a cool concealment trick. (laughs) It's one of my favorites too. Aeneas Tacticus also wrote about generals who would give injured soldiers bandages containing secret messages, and about little pieces of tin that had messages on or under them that messengers glued to their sandals. In World War II, spies used lots of cool methods of concealment. One spy who was watching U.S. Navy activity sent reports disguised as an order for cigars. It worked until a U.S. agent realized that he was ordering an extraordinary number of cigars. Some spies did more than hiding their messages and other messages. One spy who smoked a pipe Invented a pipe that had a secret chamber that you could put a message in. The chamber had another secret. With a twist of the pipe, it opened just enough for the burning tobacco to light the message. With a couple of puffs, there would be nothing left but ashes. One of the coolest concealments of the war was a hand-knit sweater sent from a German agent in England to Germany. Suspicious of the knots that covered the sweater in no particular order, British agents confiscated it. Then they had an idea about why there were knots all over the sweater. They unwound the sweater, and when they held the string up to a wall with the alphabet on it, Each knot being the next one's starting place, the message about military operations in England was revealed.
0: It's time for the activity!
1: Yes, Steve. If you have an unneeded book that is at least 6 inches wide and 10 inches long, as well as a few other things... You can make a secret compartment to hold small things. Here's what you need. A glue stick. A knife. Or scissors if you don't have a knife that you can use. A pencil. And an unneeded hardcover book. 100 pages (laughs) or more is best, but you could have as few as 45. First... Turn to page 20 or so. It doesn't matter exactly what page you start on, but there should be a safety zone of 10 to 30 pages at the start of the book so that if somebody opens the book, they will see the title page and a few normal pages. I would also advise you to have a safety zone at the back of the book that is 5 to 15 pages long. If your book has a lot of pages, 450 or more, it's a good idea to have longer safety zones. Say, you have a 600-page book and you have a front safety zone of 40 pages and a back safety zone of 25. I went a little over the top on mine. It's a 512-page book with a
0: 245-page starting safety zone and a 50-page back safety zone.
1: When you find a spot to start your secret compartment, draw a rectangle on the page. Depending on what you want to use the compartment for, the rectangle will be different sizes. But make sure that the side of the rectangle is at least one inch from the edge of the paper so that the pages don't fall apart. Next, take your knife and carefully cut through as many pages as you can without pushing too hard. It's better to take your time and only cut through a few each time than try to cut through the whole book in a couple of swipes. Finally, Glue together the pages you just cut. You now have a compartment that would fool the unsuspecting eye. Well, that's it for this week. Next time, we will be talking about a well-known
0: code from World War II. But I didn't even know about it until this season.
1: My sources for this episode are Top Secret by Paul B. Genesco Genesco. and Siege Defense by Aeneas Tacticus. See you next time. Wait, what was that about? The Echoing Genesco. I suppose a mystery for us to solve next time. Well, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this show, please support us by leaving a rating or review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, on Spotify, you can report flubs to Bob Bot in most of our episodes and give your answers to our mystery episode secret messages.
0: Well, I guess that's all. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening.